That was closer than last week. Well, close is good in horseshoes, hand grenades, and Arizona State. Amen. Because if you're not going to wear a mask, it's official. We are going to just start dispatching people on site these days because it's a hate crime to not wear a mask in this state, as far as I'm concerned. Do you see that dumb, dumb, so stupid thing that, uh, like, Karens think that using the term Karens is, like, hate speech? They want to make it, like, a derogatory uh, term for white females. Yeah! And I don't think that they realized how, like, much they're hitting it on the nose. (laughs) Like, that the most Karen thing you could do, being a Karen, is to be like, It offends me when you call me by my name! It's so good. It's so good. I love it so much. <laughs> I have given up on humanity so many times over that, I mean, we're just in the negative numbers now. From from March to here, it's a, it's, a, it's a miracle that we're even still talking out loud. It's been a quarter of a year of this stuff going on, and you don't think about that until you throw it into perspective on a timeline. There was a, uh, and I'll, I'll butcher it, and I'm not going to look it up because I prepared last week. I'm not going to prepare this week. Um, there was the quote for a uh, amusement park in China where that, that's opened now. And they're like, hey, on the roller coaster, please try not to, you know, scream. Like, open your mouth and, you know, let out all the, you know, the, the air particles and whatnot. And they recommended that if you have the urge to scream, just to try and scream on the inside. <laughs> and everyone's like, that is 2020 in a nutshell. You know, uh, yeah, that's my, my, favorite, my favorite tweet from this year. Uh, I I quote I quote it at least once a uh, once a week at work. Man, I can't Rah, believe it's it. eleven. No, <laughs> man, I can't believe it's been six years since January. <laughs> yeah. Oh god, that I hurts thought because it's so true. I thought the posted sign was actually saying, "Please don't touch, uh, please don't touch the tentacles unless they touch you first. Mm. That is also fair. I like where that's going. <laughs> So, Michael, before we started rolling, you were talking about the people that you've hidden in your Wayfair cabinets. Is this Criminal UK? Oh Are my we doing an episode? You What's know, going if, on? If you're gonna qu- if you're gonna bring up, you know, some hot new hot takes on, you know, conspiracies, some, yeah, stuff going on, maybe you should uh, explain it a little bit. I'm not going to explain anything. I'm just going to pepper that in for the people that are going to roll their eyes when they hear it. Because we're probably, with how 2020 is going, we're probably about like two weeks away from them being like, yep, that's 100% real. Fair enough. Um, Wayfair Gate. (laughs) Hashtag it now. Oh my goodness. You heard it here first, folks. Hashtag Wayfair Gate. Please tell me you're not actually tweeting that right now, John. No, I'm on Jurassic Park updates because I felt like you guys oh. needed some levity. Ah, uh, yeah, I no, just, I like that. I just decided just to, to scroll down real quick because it's still my favorite Twitter account. Why don't you read a couple? Why not? Well, first, before you get oh, there, oh yeah, 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 yeah. By the Eternal, behold, behold, it is the Disinformed Podcast. I'm Shane. I'm John, and I'm Michael, and these are tweets. Just remembered another kind of dinosaur. Pterodactyl. Not a, not a good place to start. Um, <laughs> let's see. Story of your life. That? Uh. The dinosaurs have unionized. <laughs> 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 the T-Rex is looking at his reflection in the lake and practicing how to ask out the Stegosaurus. 
<laughs> the smoking raptor would really prefer if you stop calling it Karen. It knows what that means, and it's offended. We're actually not sure on the ratio of our god-made dinosaurs to lab-made dinosaurs. We kind of don't give a fuck. <laughs> Let's see if I can't find one good one we can move on from. Oh. Shit, the dinosaurs are asking for a bill of rights. <laughs> <laughs> the occupancy limit on the raptor cage is serious. We have posted it four times. Please stop violating it. Can you imagine how much fun you'd have to have? Like, because it is a team of like probably five or six people. I just want to live inside of their group chat. You just want to like, live. What? I just want to live. Well, we were meant to live for so much more, but we lost ourselves. I like that I did an, like the My Immortal call back here to, to keep on brand, and you throw out random. Uh, Say it. No, I Switch don't know. Button. I don't know what that song is. Oh. I, I've never heard that band before. I have no idea what that <laughs> totally is. I was like, oh man, that's a skillet. Possible song. deniability. <laughs> well, I had to message Shane in a frenzy yesterday morning because I decided I, I had a weird hair to to listen to a band that I had listened to in a long time. And I was going to listen to it ironically. And then I fell back in love. And I can go ahead and say that... Yeah, I guess. (laughs) The first Coldplay album is a goddamned masterpiece. And I feel very sorry for anybody who doesn't enjoy it. Because they don't like good things. Variety, as they say, is the spice of life. So much like, you know, those the variety pack of cereal you can enjoy different things you do not have to eat frosted flakes every day of the goddamn week karen what do you know what i started the day off listening to though and then got to cold play somehow Papa Roach? Well, not so- yes actually i tear myself open uh no um also, no regina regina specter i listened to the um, begin to hope album it's pronounced regina <laughs> sorry, she's, sorry. She's named after Saskatchewan. Sorry, <laughs> Regina Specters begin to hope, which also a lot better than I remembered it. So, so Michael, oh. you're moving in two days from now. I uh, yes, that that's that's uh, an accurate statement. I I don't know why it needs to be said here, but I thought you were well, commenting on his Parkinson's. Is what I thought you were pointing out. But. Yeah, you're moving on in two days. You so oh, stunning. I'm so, moving on. So I thought you were just saying I'm moving. I'm like, I mean, I'm I'm moving all the time because yeah. it's Parkinson's. But you know, that's that's not the game over there. <laughs> it's a DC character vibe. Go. <laughs> Someone hand him some Parmesan. Um, <laughs> would you, about that. Would you like remember. some cheese on your salad? Yes. <laughs> Tell me when to stop. I can't. Um, <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> um, sorry, I, I was thinking earlier today about like some of the silliest shit that I'd ever done, like relationship wise. Oh. And that this is not related to, to you and your experience, but uh, every time that I move from a place, you kind of have that like reflective period of like, what have I done in this apartment or the what have I done in this house? Crime scene investigation unit, basically. Yeah, so Michael, do you, uh, and we can come back to you if you want to rack your brain real quick, but what's the dumbest thing that you've done? in the house that you're leaving in two days. I think I've mentioned, yeah, I've mentioned the story where I, uh, let's see, I puked in the bathtub. Mm. Um, oh my I was gosh. Interrupted mid sex twice. Uh, just the stories that I've told actually, those are okay. Pretty much my most embarrassing, embarrassing times. And for our, uh, constant listeners, tip of the hat, 
Um, does the pugilistic panda go with you or does no. it stay? I, I mentioned all the way at the beginning that whichever episode that was, past or future me isn't going to link it in the show notes. I don't know. No. Uh, <laughs> it's not your panda. Yes, it's not. I mentioned at the get go that it was here when I was when I showed up and it'll be here when I leave. And that makes so. you a sad panda. Yeah, I kind of well, do don't you have don't you have squatters rights? All puns intended. It's in the bathroom. Just take it with you and put it in your new bathroom. Well, technically, because uh, there was no actual agreement to living uh, to me leave, living here, he can claim property over everything I own here. Uh, and just like, well, he left it here. Was he actually living here? There's no record of it. Yeah, he paid me some money every month, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> that was for drugs. Yeah, y'all are flimsy with your contracts. You need to get up on that game. Um. I had a contract when I moved in with Becky. Like, I actually had her write oh. a police agreement. Oh, uh, because... I was going to say, the other was a prenup, so. <laughs> <laughs> Zing. No, uh, I had her write up an actual, like, lease agreement, because I was like, I'm not worried about you fucking me over. I'm not worried about fucking you over. But I also know that, like, this is a different kind of environment or different situations. This isn't This isn't an apartment or me renting my own house or us renting a house together. Like, you should have protection. She'd gotten burned from a roommate prior to me moving in. I was like, if you would have had something on paper, you could have gotten like a full month rent out of that woman mm. before she, you know, just decided that she was going to go somewhere else. But the the silliest thing, I don't know why it crept into my brain. I wanted to break up with an ex and I was living with her in an apartment at the time. And for some reason, I couldn't I was doing the game where you try to get them to break up with you. Okay. Because you're a pussy and you can't just pull the trigger, uh, even though you have every right to. I've so been anyway, a recipient like, of that, so I know how it feels. Yeah, so I was like, <laughs> I was like, all right, so like, <laughs> I think I know exactly who you're talking about, too. Nope, I'm talking about my first ex. Oh, uh, never took, mind. It took about three years later. I finally just said, okay, I'm good. Mid, mid, mid pump, you're just like, ah, it just doesn't hit like it used to. <laughs> <laughs> no she called me to break up with me the day i moved into my dorm sophomore year and i'm like okay cool that was it <laughs> instead of me took actually three years for huh? <laughs> yeah. yeah i was gonna I'm say like, uh john's you know closest correlate to that is he was mid-pumping someone else and called his girlfriend to break up <laughs> yikes no Oof. um but so the lease uh, the lease was coming up and we had the conversation and it was more of a fight, like what was happening every single week in that apartment. And I was like, yeah, I'm not going to renew the lease. I think I really just need to figure out my own shit and move back in with my parents. And that's where a sane person would be like, the reason is, is because I don't want to live with you. We probably should break up. Mm. Uh oh. But no, we lived a half a mile, like our houses, like our parents' houses were a half a mile apart. So we just moved back in with our respective parents, and I thought she would have broken up with me over it, and she didn't. So like a coward, I just kind of like let this thing like play out. And I remember because I'd still go like she wasn't gonna come over to my house. I wasn't. Ugh, God, I'm such a piece of shit. I wasn't gonna let her come over to my house, but I'd go over to her house, and we'd still hang out. Like we'd watch movies, we'd fuck, we'd watch some movies, we might have sex. But her living arrangement at this place was very. Arizonan like as far as how the house was structured like you don't see this shit elsewhere at least I wasn't accustomed to it but they essentially there was an apartment 
that was above it was like a two-story house but the second story was like a half story kind of so you know how like people can have half basements it was like that but on top so it was like i'm from arizona we don't have basements here but anyway so so (laughs) there was a second story there was a second story but it was like half of what the the downstairs was and they were trying to renovate into like almost like a studio apartment kind of situation but there was no door and she has she had like a really open family that wouldn't knock or do anything so every time that we were smushing uh in this house felt like a gamble but for some reason it hit back into my head today and i can't believe that i let things go on so fucking long i just can't uh sorry that you guys have to be the unwilling <laughs> suddenly recipients. this this podcast makes so much more sense to me right now <laughs> well it didn't fall off so i might as well just keep going for it oh man <laughs> hey i'm confident she doesn't listen to this so hey ashley i'm sorry bro that was pretty shitty but also you shouldn't have punched me so <laughs> <laughs> it all started when she punched me that listen one day. i like, mean she just moved her hand awkwardly and your nose was in the way john that's the way that it's that always in the way <laughs> Oh my goodness gracious. So now that I'm done with my free therapy session, how's everyone else doing? <laughs> Good lord. Uh Yeah, we're going to leave that alone on my <laughs> yeah. end. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. So I yeah. did a good thing by talking. Mm. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um I do have a piece of follow up though, uh for Shane. Oh, shit. No, 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 it's nothing bad. <laughs> I mentioned I I think it, yeah, it was last week. I mentioned at the end of last week's episode that I was uh starting a pod or listening to a podcast called behind the bastards yeah Mm -hmm. yeah yeah. yes so i finished the behind the police like mini series and then i started listening uh, i downloaded a bunch of their other normal episodes and the one i'm listening to is uh, a series on uh john mcafee the the guy that created the guy that created the antivirus software he was like a tech crazy tech john's never seen the antivirus software oh yeah he he is the antivirus it hasn't fallen off his computer yet so it's safe damn it i was gonna get to uh, i'm the Shane's claimed to be him before, but I'm actually that kid from Rant. Uh, Buster Casey? He just hopes that every virus he infects on his computer somehow strengthens it so that it can't die. What doesn't kill it makes it makes. I mean, stronger. he is still talking actually, to us on that laptop as we speak, so I guess there's credence what here. Doesn't, what doesn't kill it makes my parents buy a third desktop that I'm probably... <laughs> <laughs> Come on, we've all, we've all killed a, a very sturdy computer from viciously downloading porn right you download porn what is this the like early 2000s uh no if you want to you know you could be me who didn't have internet for a while and so had to download porn in order to gain access to it if i wasn't using my phone for a bit so that is different though because that is that is a limitation it's creating a cache yes Yes. absolutely that is different i feel the longer that my thoughts get published and Shane, I know you feel me on this one. Mm. The more that my thoughts get published, the more I wonder if I'm actually a serial killer. <laughs> yes, I, I, I'm a credible documented serial killer at this point <laughs> on many, many levels. Well, okay. So, oh, quick little thing. John McAfee created antiviral software, sold his company, moved to Belize, which is in Central America, mm-hmm. created a compound uh, full of a bunch of like people that followed... Oh, no, no, sorry. I skipped some steps. He became a pretty much a... A drug addict, uh, junkie, but a rich one that had a bunch of followers, hangers on. Uh, he started an extreme, like, 
flying bike club until his nephew died. Then he moved to Belize to avoid allegations with that. Created a compound. This more uh, sounds like an episode. Bath salts. Oh, yeah, yeah. I can do an episode. I was going to say, let me hold up flying bike club. It's uh, it's called like a uh, trike or something like and that. And what strange Jetsons fucking future are you referring to? Where are, are you going like Satan on us right now and no. flash forwarding to future events you have no knowledge of but somehow can detail? I feel like you have to really solidify the hoverboard before you can get to a fucking hovering bike. Uh-huh. No, it, it's got it's like a glider, but it's part bike, if I recall correctly. Remind me during the after dark and I'll... All right, I'll Da Vinci, we'll look this picture. shit up and actually okay. try to make this more credible. No, I'll... Michael, we're not going to look at your weird avant-garde porn on our clean YouTube show that airs every Friday. It's called Physics. <laughs> you'll slip up one day and you'll be like, yeah, show me. Show me the link and then I'll get you. I'll, I'll hook you. Come on, show me. <sighs> just show me. Just show me. Show me the money. Um, it can truly but... be said that the penis... Mightier than the sword. (laughs) But to get back Uh, to the point. Oh, um, please. The episodes are very interesting, and I do recommend the show Behind the Bastards. Just because, like, I didn't know anything about John McAfee except for that his company that he founded made antivirus software that sucked. And you and everybody else. Yes, but he himself, very terrible but interesting character. I'm intrigued. Or was he terribly interesting? He ran for president in 2016 under the Libertarian uh, Party. Well, that makes sense why no one knows him. Exactly. And we're going to start a podcast next week called Behind the Backwash. It's just going to be Tales from the Bar. That would actually be quite interesting. Um, I'm just going to take this this mic with me to work and just be like, so you're a fucking moron that's trying to drink during a pandemic? What what do you think? The jackass uh, on the street commentary. Oh man! Yeah, hopefully what I read uh, online today was true. Speaking of, you know, running on the Libertarian Party, hopefully Kanye West has dropped out officially. As far as I'm aware, he has. He has missed. Um, he missed Florida and Nevada. But he he's hit. He hit, submitted in Oklahoma. I read that before we we jumped on. No, if I recall correctly, he submitted to. Re- he registered to vote in Oklahoma, if I if oh. I'm cor- if I recall. Well, fuck it. Now now I got to give myself homework. Past me is gonna or future me will look it up. Any fuck small you, victory, the moment that you you're like, nope, it's not gonna be any party. We're just gonna call it the birthday party because if we win, it's your birthday. We're gonna celebrate like it's your birthday. Um, yeah. Is he fuck actually you. trying to run with uh, Kim as the as the VP? No, he was gonna run with uh, who's the fucking asshole from the mega church. Joel? Joel yeah, Orstein? Yeah, 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 yeah. There was rumors that, that was going to be his running. I, Jesus. Literally. Exactly. <laughs> Good oh, Lord. This is why I stay under a rock, ladies and germaphobes, and I cannot recommend it more highly. Yo, I'm, and I say this every time that this gets brought up, but I am legitimately close behind you on that one. It's... Well, you'd lose all of your ability to troll, though, John. You basically just have to make snide comments to yourself and chuckle at your own expense. <laughs> what a loser. <laughs> <laughs> I wish they I wish they could have instead of clipping what you said, I wish I could have clipped the actual video of you doing it. Me, 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 me. Uh Michael, what the fuck are we talking about today? So speaking of stupid people, oh. um because this is actually a complete mystery to you guys and I'm quite proud of it. Mm. Um Should I clarify what we do here first? 
Yes, please. Okay. So, for those of you who are uninitiated, and from what I understand, we still get some of those every week, which is why we actually have people downloading this podcast in Belize right now. Ooh-wee! Please don't ever do that again. Yeah, you're going to lose us our tens of listeners. <laughs> you do that Aww. and you'll clean it up. <laughs> Aw, shucks. So what we typically do here, week by week these days, again, is that we try to present an obscure or esoteric topic to the general public. And over the course of explaining said topic, we will, on occasion, lie about it. And so the presenter is then trying to sneak by mistruths to the co-hosts of the podcast. And it is then the co-host's job to try to identify those lies as the story unfolds. And uh, there are no points for guessing the lies. It is mostly bragging rights and the ability to say that parts of your anatomy are going to stay attached for one more week. And with that, Michael, it's a living. So today we're going to uh, take a step back, do the time warp mm. um, to the pandemic of last uh, century. I almost said millennium. I almost said decade. Last century, the Spanish flu. Um, and That's talk racist. about the <laughs> And talk about the Anti-Mask League of San Francisco. All right, then. Oh, look. They're married. <laughs> Sorry, what was that, John? <laughs> Sorry, yeah, yeah. I was choking on myself. Your own. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so let's talk about the 1918 influenza pandemic, often called the Spanish flu because it started in a region known as Toledo, Spain. Mm. I thought you were going to initially refer to the Keen Act from Watchmen where they didn't want vigilantes anymore. But, uh,. Anti-mask in another direction here. Go. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't understand the reference, and I will ignore it. Uh, it infected more than 25 million people in America, killing some 675,000 of them. Mm. That's rookie uh, numbers. You got to up those numbers. For a rate of about, because I wanted to do some math to make it a little easier for us to conceptualize it, uh, about 2.7% of the people infected died. Okay on its way to wiping out nearly 50 million people worldwide. The flu spread in four waves throughout 1918 and 1919. Um, the first came in 1918 and was thought by many to be just another seasonal flu. Hmm. hmm. This is getting very spooky already. And I'm Bruh, just go you ahead. have no idea. There's um, some discrep there's some differences, but there's a lot of similarities. You needed to hit me with a trigger warning and I would have eaten edibles so that I don't have a fucking panic attack. Continue. Um The as second of- wave was referred to as the British New Wave and featured hits from the Beatles, <laughs> the Rolling Stones, and Mike's mom's band. Oh, uh, <laughs> she never got off the ground. She never She got helped off. other people though. She helped other people get up, but not herself. Um, so let's see, as of the writing of this actual episode, not the recording, so, uh, yesterday morning, the 17th of July, uh, there are 3.3 million cases of the current, uh, pandemic, Mm -hmm. uh, with 135,000 deaths, that is about a 4% fatality, um, with this percentage, uh, yes, so definitely not like the flu. With this percentage, there would have been a million deaths from the Spanish flu, just for context, uh, as opposed to that. And keep in mind, this is 100 years ago, and a lot of the same similarities. There wasn't a vaccine at the time for this particular strain, yada, yada, yada. Don't want to get too much into that. So 
For both pandemics, one of the hardest hit places in the U.S. was San Francisco. Initially, city leaders cracked down hard uh, on the, you know, pretty much what they were what they were doing for other places as well, like New York uh, today in today's time. And San Francisco was one of the first cities to implement strict orders to shut down the city. Schools and churches were closed and large gatherings were banned. Social distancing was mandated, as were hygiene measures. Excuse me? As in, probably, like, you hygiene. can't just, like... Yeah, you can't just throw your shit around. Hygiene? I actually should have... I should have looked more into that, but the art, the couple of papers that I read, uh, one of which from the San Francisco Chronicle, which actually documented what was going on at the time because they were an actual newspaper when this happened. Mm-hmm. Um, but everything else, sound familiar? I think like, he yeah. was uh, referring to your <laughs> emphasis being on the wrong syllable <laughs> there. Yeah, hygiene. I was. What did also, I say? Did I say it wrong? I hy- said hygiene. Hygiene? You, you kind of like stumbled on it, which is really just mean of oh. me to pick on you for but i mean you are the slowest running kid at the playground at the current moment so ouch <laughs> oh my I goodness you do completely... you do one fucking episode in, in for the last like 40 and now you're just like on hot shit i'm proud of my numbers oh my um, goodness anyway oh two things one michael how many lies are there ah good question there are one two there's only two lies actually mm. three if you remember and include Birds. Birds aren't real. Birds are a lie. Yes. Um, Fair enough. Added and um, caught. There you go. Thank you. Uh, secondarily, I would like to apologize for sounding like I worked on a commercial truck uh, rigging company last week. Uh, oh, it's this, okay. You know, this, is, uh... this is when you want to bring that up when I'm in the middle of my thing. Yes. Yeah, because I forgot earlier. Uh-huh. But it's just a quick apology. So if you listened last week, thank you. Yeah. Uh, it I know that my like... topic is infinitely more important than anyone's topic. So oh. I'm really uh, upset that you had to listen to a lesser quality because of Michael's editing skills. Oh. Uh, oh. <laughs> okay. Oh. Shots, shots okay fired. There. Mr. I'm Mr. Kidding, all my CB Radio. Uh, no, John uh, sounded like he was Skyping in from Uranus. So, yeah, for, nice. for, oh. for listener, because he brought it up, I had to use the audio Zoom, um, the audio from the Zoom recording, which he used through his phone, because if we used his actual audio, it would have sounded like he was talking through a CB radio that was manufactured Probably around the time of this pandemic. Uh, John would have been in all caps for the last episode, basically, is what we're driving at. It It would have sounded like static. Quite funny to listen back to. Anyway, Mm. Michael, thank you. Sorry. Love you. Continue. Hello, San Francisco. Actually, this next next, um, section I called Save Me San Francisco because... So it's, I, I, when I was reading this, I couldn't help but think of trains. So I was like, all right, cool. I'll just label it that. Getting um, hit by one? What? No, oh, running good. one Get on out of his here. mom. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Get him, Dad. Choo-choo. Um, so when, when San Franciscans were mm. first asked to don masks as the Spanish of uh, as the Spanish flu of 1918. <laughs> the Spanish Inquisition. No one expects it. <laughs> <laughs> Never expect them. Um, while they were asked to don masks, uh, the idea was met with patriotic fervor. Surprisingly, uh, even before the mandatory order was approved by supervisors in October, late October 1918, the Chronicle reported that four out of five citizens were already wearing face coverings on the streets. Bullshit. 
True. As true in that like, I'm right? It, no, as in like, no, not bullshit. It is a true statement. Oh, you mean they told the American public to do something and most people of are them already complied? doing it beforehand? Yes. Wow. Yeah, take surprisingly. Me, take me back. Yeah. Save me, San Francisco. Um, <laughs> We're not making that a thing. I will not respond to it the next time you say it. <laughs> That's fair. Um, <laughs> and Michael is still trying to meet Virginia, by the way. Is that another train? He, he wants he wants to put some of his drops of Jupiter in her hair. Uh, okay, okay, that one I know because well, that one was on the radio. To be the queen. So he doesn't know the good train record. He he knows the shit ones that came out. <laughs> he doesn't he know the, the best one. one. I know he the knows popular the one ones. That ends <laughs> like the the last song on that album is the most pandering. Please play me at a wedding song that I've ever fucking heard. And I remember seeing it being like. Well, let's see what this is about. Like, maybe, maybe it is an earnest song. And I was like, "You hallmark motherfuckers." <laughs> Touched by an angel. Season twelve starts with and ends with a train song, and it's bookended perfectly. Anyway, we're talking about Michael's terrible music taste, present company included. <laughs> so, a local, uh, the local Red Cross chairman uh, told a reporter a week ago, "I laughed at the idea of the mask. I want it to be independent." I did not realize that the cost of such independence was the lives of others. Mm. Mm. Thank you, Yoda. Yes. Mayor James Rolfe, uh, the Board of Supervisors, and health officials were in lockstep when they ordered mandatory masks in public. At that point, there were 385 deaths in San Francisco related to the in the pandemic. Um, a number that would increase only tenfold by the end of the pandemic. So we're talking over the course of essentially a year and some change, only 3,800 deaths from San Francisco. Which is about what we recorded in one day today. In well, Arizona. not not deaths, cases. Cases, I think, were a little bit more oh, than okay. that. Oh, okay, my bad. Sorry, I, I misheard you. You're, you're this, fine, uh, you're fine. We're, we're going to pass that soon enough anyway, because, you know... Number one, all that fun stuff. Genius. Uh, genius indeed. The first few days were filled with bright stories about mask fashion and do-good volunteer groups sewing for the cause. But by the end of the first week, there were signs of defiance. The Chronicle reported on November 2nd, so actually about a little more than a week after the, first, after the implementation, uh, 175 people were arrested, including some who, quote, were wearing their masks draped over their chins while they were enjoying their morning pipe. Uh, most pleaded ignorance and paid a $5 fine. Um, while most of them did that, uh, there was a vocal mask opposition that was growing. Now I'm going to talk about a couple of individual cases because they were just really interesting to me. Um, so a John Raggy was arrested on Columbus Avenue. He said he did not wear a mask because he did not believe in masks or ordinances. Or even jail, the Chronicle reported. He now has no occasion to disbelieve in jails. He is in the city prison. <laughs> He's like, honestly, it's a miracle that I'm even walking around because I don't believe in the ground. I don't believe in the shoes on my feet. Cluck, cluck, cluck. <laughs> also, birds ain't real. <laughs> I'll tell you what. And they're putting chemicals in the water. I tell you, it's making them dolphins gay. <laughs> I'm telling you, I, this Florentine doesn't do nothing for my teeth. They still falling out. 
I don't even know why you're still talking to me. You are just a ghost. Now listen, I'm going to return to panning for my gold here in the middle of the street, so you leave me be. <laughs> you guys, reminds me of, uh, do we talk about the character in Mr. Deeds that uh, Steve Buscemi plays? With a weird eye? Yeah, crazy eye guys. He's like, <laughs> he's like, why are you in jail right now? He's like, oh, because the mailman tried to put a spell on me. <laughs> he's like, oh, could have just been waving. <laughs> sorry that's what john raggy reminds me of that is fair it's a good description mask related defiance became violent a chronicle story headlined three shot in struggle with mass slacker which is the title that mask slacker that was the title given to people that did not wear a mask which i think we should bring back Mm. hashtag mask slacker um i like the story dick nose yeah, the people that wear it um, over oh. their mouth but not their nose have been referred to now as dick noses. Dick nose like dorks. That. Yeah, because like they, they show the infographic like wearing your mask like this is like wearing your pants like this is just someone with their fucking oh. dick hanging out of their pants. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I like that. Um, it gave a detailed account of a health department inspector uh, confronting a maskless blacksmith who was on a street corner telling the crowd they are bunk. At the door of the store, the blacksmith struck the health inspector with a sack containing a large number of silver dollars then knocked him to the ground. <laughs> he smacked him with a re- sack? <laughs> a sack smack? Of silver dollars. <laughs> he hit him with a happy slapper? But, fir- <laughs> but first he said, Yo bunk! <laughs> yeah bunk! The mask's a bunk and ya bunk too! I don't know what accent I that was. I moved over here from New Jersey! the chronicle reported while being pummeled the health inspector drew his revolver (laughs) and four shots rang out uh since when were health inspectors issued ordinance i have no Uh, idea why uh, they're shooting people as a health inspector it is not bullshit i'm just marveling at the fact that you feel like what so if if you noticed some some rat turds in the restaurant you're like all right this is punishable by death but also, well, paint, I mean, he was seen because this is 1918 or 1919. Mm-hmm. So things aren't completely paved at this point, right? It's still maybe like a little cobbly or something. Like there's not, it's not like what we, it's not even close to what we would look at today. Mm. And, well, it is, everything's being pushed by uh, horses um, and everything is cobblestone because this is the 1700s. No, it's it's fairly well developed. I mean, there are cars and everything like that. I, I believe the Model T already came out around this time. Mm. If not, it, it's only a couple more years before it does. But it's it's like things are transitioning towards that, but there's still semblance of... Fair. It would fair. be more agrarian than what you would consider, you know, today's society to look like. But, I mean, if you look, there sure. are 18... There's pictures from Phoenix in the 1890s. There are paved roads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, it's... You'd see it. I will also say that... Because I double-checked this mainly for um, proportion numbers and everything like that. There... Uh, the population of San Francisco was about uh, 400,000 around the um, 1906 earthquake. Uh, so, it probably was not too much more than that uh, about 10-ish years later. So... We're we're looking because I also did more comparisons there. It's about half the population of it is t- of what it is today. All right. So, but the parallel you're trying to draw, John, to the health uh, staff, you know, just carrying how weapons. How comical it would look to a passerby, probably, or just if if you saw. I mean, the crowd clipping... that was watching him yelling that, "Hey, they bunk." Yeah, just just 
mentally seeing a sack filled with with coin being like just beating the piss out of him with a maskless blacksmith which sounds like a really bad thrash metal band or a <laughs> south park character <laughs> yeah anyway we we digress as always let's see the incredibly maskless blacksmith <laughs> no i'm the incredibly blacksmith maskless <laughs> uh no one died thankfully uh but two bystanders were hit uh both men were arrested <laughs> by the gun or by the sack <laughs> <laughs> the giant sack of silver dollars it just went everywhere man i was blessed um, with this sack i mean i'm if you weren't afraid of the spanish inquisition before the happy slapper with the sack is gonna make sure that you're definitely afraid of it now and while he's pummeling you he's just gonna keep yelling they're bunk they're bunk i tells you no he yells don't uh, go changing just to please me <laughs> <laughs> um uh, um, later in the year, a small bomb was found addressed to Dr. William C. Hassler, a sort of uh, Dr. Fauci-type uh, figure during the pandemic. Uh, John, just because I, I assume you don't know who Fauci is, he's the uh, head of... Motherfucker, <laughs> <laughs> This isn't you in pop culture, okay? <laughs> he, he makes them special genes, right? Yeah, exactly. That's the guy who looks at my wang when it feels funny, right? (laughs) My little peanut. It's not Logan. Considering it's probably infectious, (laughs) yes, I would say. uh, No one else can figure out. They got to get the head of infectious medicine in order to look at it or whatever. Did you? Were you you trying to get Michael's attention since you said uh, Peener? Yeah, I was. Okay. I was ignoring that. His name out there for Peener Greer? Yep. Yeah. Peter uh, so the small bomb was filled with glass and buckshot, and it came with a note that said compliments of John. <laughs> so, so I should take notes. This is how you get people's attention. <laughs> yes, this compliments was, of John. Uh, the eighteenth uh, or the nineteenth century troll. Eighteenth uh, century trolling. No, it was yes. the nineteenth century. Twentieth century. So Michael said seventeenth earlier. Forty-first century. Fox. <laughs> <laughs> That was a anyway. Doors reference. Well done. I'm very pleased with you. <laughs> uh, Moving on, Michael. The, I'm sorry. The next next section I called was uh because apparently I was feeling uh like literary the, uh, there and back again. Ooh, the Nestle um, section. Yes, victory <laughs> was declared over the virus in late November. Victory. So they only had yes they only had this mask ordinance for one month. Pussies. Which, I mean, considering that we're a couple of days from our, ah, uh, you, you, you cities figure it out, uh, mask ordinance. Um, don't be sheep. When the inf- yeah, sheep don't be sheep. Bless. Hashtag 2A. When-, <laughs> when the influenza returned in January, uh, foreshadow, uh, protests became more organized by the a- new anti-mask league, which was advertised in newspapers and rented spaces that could seat thousands. Their acronym is NAML. <laughs> no, it's not. Which is what they did to each other's uh, family. Like, it was just an incestuous family, so they're just nibbling on each other's bits. So it makes sense that it would be NAML. <laughs> no, no, no. It wasn't. N wasn't part of it. New wasn't part of it. It was just the anti-masculine. Oh. It, was a new, it, it just, it just <laughs> appeared. I it was want, a new thing. I want AML! the Denver AML. The de- <laughs> extra ham that's probably like how those Southwest people pronounce Animal. things too <laughs> yeah uh the chronicle reported that the first meeting drew 2,000 spectators um the league chairwoman chairwoman interestingly enough was a emma 
Harrington, who was an attorney, an activist, and the first woman to vote in San Francisco in 1911. Mm. Yes. So we're going to go back a decade for a reference here. There was a Tea Party-like fervor to the League and their central argument. When the virus, uh, so essentially they were all about personal liberties. So kind of what we're doing, dealing with now. Mm. When the virus returned, city leaders had capitulated to vi- uh, business. I almost said virus leaders. That's actually quite funny. Uh, I was so happy about capitulated that I. You got too self-congratulatory and mm-hmm. you fucked it up. Yep. You broke your arm. You took your eye yourself off. Yeah. Don't take your eyes off the prize, Michael. City leaders had capitulated to business leaders, refusing to close churches and theaters as they did in the fall, effectively protecting corporate interests while still forcing common citizens to don masks. That you made it through that sentence without stumbling, I will applaud just, you know, hands down right now. And also, like, this is near the advent of the talkies, so it was even a bigger deal for them to close the theaters because that was a a big time to to be invested in cinema and film. Mm -hmm. I can't eat those. They're too spicy. (laughs) talkies yeah the rolled corn chips or scare me anything dick shaped i can't put in my mouth (laughs) for fear of immense enjoyment yes i just i'm afraid if i go over that particular ledge i'll never crawl back up again at the same time and this is actually kind of funny as well at the same time well not funny but just almost ironic considering how similar it is at the same time the league offered mostly personal attacks not practical alternatives. Um, Topping its list of allies was a disgraced former San Franciscan mayor uh, who was convicted of extortion and jailed after the 1906 earthquake and fire. So essentially the league was just like, they were just insulting people, just saying, ah, you fucking sheep, and not actually saying anything else. They were probably just saying that the virus was a hoax. The flu was the hoax, you know. Wrong kid died in the earthquake, if you ask me. Should Oof. have been you. <laughs> By the way, it looks like you're a little heavier than you used to be. Is it because you caught the virus? <laughs> Ouch. Um. So, an anti-mask league meeting in uh in January tw- uh, 25th, 1919, drew 4,500 members, Um. and they soon found a sympathetic ear in a, uh, a member of the Board of Supervisors for the city and county of San Francisco. Uh, he declared that the masks were a, quote, infringement of our personal liberty and that it was not in keeping with the spirit of a truly democratic people to compel people to wear the mask who do not believe in its efficacy, but rather that it is a menace to their health. So essentially, he was repeating what people are saying now about, well, I don't have to wear the mask because it's my liberty to not do so. Uh, and you should respect that. Can I share a quick aside tangentially Please. related most certainly so i'm gonna preface this by if saying you're prefacing i'm opening another beer nice um that you all know that i'm a monster and shane knows particularly well that my lane of humor sometimes dips a little far to the dark side indeed there just to, uh, to quote lady gaga that boy is a monster there is a very small lane of n- I can't call them memes because I would be insensitive. And I'm trying to say that I'm not bringing this up to be insensitive. But irony is irony. And whether that tickles your funny bone or not is your business. Uh-huh. Um, it is, uh, they call it a a photo in, or a story in three screenshots. All right. And essentially it is truthers 
like for their social medias like the first panel will be I like think i know where this is going. first panel will be like well this covid thing is just a big old myth i've been banging strippers raw dog since blah 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 and i've never caught a single thing and then the second slide will be like a week or two later it'll be like man this covid thing is no joke i can hardly breathe just laying here and then the third one is in remembrance of and their yeah, name yeah so i have seen that again not trying to be insensitive but you play stupid games and you win very stupid prizes and the irony is not lost on me well the uh in the same way that i also delighted earlier this week in the fact that hugh downs died in 2020 which, for those of you who are younger than I, <laughs> yeah, sorry. Hugh Downs and Barbara Walters were the co-hosts of the popular weekly news show, 2020, that aired on ABC for years and years. <laughs> yeah, so, so you kind of get it, So too, for my generation, like... yes, when I looked at the news article, I turned to Melissa and I said, Hugh Downs died in 2020. <laughs> and you both probably had a small chuckle amongst yourselves. <laughs> By the way, happy anniversary. Thank you. Yeah, I'm celebrating oh, yeah. it with you, ass clowns. So it's uh, well spent. I'm so sorry. <laughs> so, we Michael, uh, was that uh, was the quote a lie? No, it was not. That is not a contemporary quote that you flew back. So that was given at the time. All right. Verbatim quote. Uh, yes. History repeats itself, as they say on mm-hmm. a spin cycle. Yeah, that's where my tangent came from, because it would make me so happy. I think it would be justice if some listener did not believe in wearing masks and like they're like oh well finally like i'm sick with covid i'm laying in a hospital bed and i have time to listen to podcasts and new things and they get to this episode and they get (laughs) and they get to 47 minutes in and i can be like you are a fucking moron and you deserve everything that you got anyway (laughs) oh that's funny um so we're gonna actually deviate a little bit from history uh so this last section is called a hopeful ending Mm-hmm. San Franciscan mayor or San Francisco mayor. I don't know the exact grammar. I'm not. I'm not. It's a, not I'm a race. So English. you've been a good boy today, Michael. You can say whichever one you want. Yes. San Franciscan mayor uh, James Rolfe made no concessions to these demands. He said, do you think I'm going to stultify, which I had to look up that mm. word. It means to prove to be of unsound mind and heads not responsible. So with that in mind, do you think I'm going to stultify myself? here against the wishes of 99.5% of the doctors against the officials of the army and the navy? The people felt a great relief when the masking ordinance was in effect. We should give our minds to serious matters instead of fighting the little inconvenience occasioned by the wearing of a mask for the protection of the general public. My man. And I'll just say that is not bullshit. He said that. Bless him. Uh, and I, If only we had someone who was that sound and uh, articulate in a leadership position within this Man. country at this moment. Or fuck me, even the state. I mean, did you I'm, hear uh, um a couple of days ago uh uh Trump retweeted a uh a, a tweet from an old game host, game show host that Shane might actually know. Walter I don't Brindley. know if John will. No. Well, I'm, uh, I'm, Chuck Woolery. I'm not 87 goddamn years old, Michael. Oh, come on. You, yes, you I didn't do. see Love Connection? Uh, okay, yes. I'm like you I know who Chuck Woolery is. I would assume, considering that his popularity was oh. he was more popular back in Love Connection, you, not Lingo. You're gonna is learn that the game me. show you're thinking? Yeah, but essentially he said um, doctors uh, are spreading the the coronavirus as a conspiracy. Don't trust doctors at all. Yeah, this is from Chuck, who spent the entirety of his professional career standing behind a barricade and trying to help someone guess between three people. 
who are also yeah. barricaded away from them. Like, mm, blindness is part of his professional nom de tra there. So that was a word I made up. Good luck. I don't know what it means. Yeah, fair. So let's see here. Can we also just, you know, take a moment to appreciate how many times we have discussed, and it is still a topic that is open for debate amongst people that honestly keep showing, like, I, I can't share the source that I saw this, but it's someone who I love dearly posted something saying like this guy put on a mask before he drywalled and this shows how effective the mask is and he had drywall stuff all over around his nose and things like this and and it's like the mask isn't effective i'm going do we still not understand that the whole point of this as we've touched on even in the course of this episode is the mask is not protecting you from the germs it is keeping the germs inside of you so that they are somewhat you are a moving quarantine zone. It's like you are around touching surfaces, and yeah. if you sneeze and cough, then other people will touch those surfaces and can transmit the material to themselves. Is that still something that's not lucid to people yet? No, that's why people still say it's like part of their personal liberty that it's their freedom to not wear a mask because they think that it benefits them <sighs> when it doesn't. Wearing the mask doesn't benefit yeah. might benefit you slightly, but like it's 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 more like you're a dude, you're wearing a condom to prevent the woman getting pregnant. It's not like you get pregnant if you don't wear the right. condom. Yeah, like actually, now that I think about it, the condom is actually a better analogy than I expe- than I thought mm-hmm. because it protects the female from getting it protects the woman from getting pregnant. You're not getting pregnant. It's my right not to wear a condom. I don't want to be encumbered. It's my yeah, right it's to so nut where too. I want. <laughs> and, then, and then there are also the other people that are, they're like, well, you know, first you say mask on, then you say mask off, then you say mask on. You know, I just you're just changing your mind. Like they don't understand how fucking science works. You know, like, like well, mask things, on, mask off. Is well, this thing, like karate things are constant. Here? Things are constantly changing. You know, like you know, first they think this is effective, then they don't think it's effective. You know, they've got to make up their minds. It's like. You, That's not how science works. Yeah, you, you fucking hear yourself, uh, Michael. That yeah. that was a good pop culture reference that you made. Yeah, but uh, I think Shane smiled. It at got it, yeah, so it's, 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 it's it got fine. squished just like grape. Yeah. Um, What's eating them? So another quote from the president of the San Francisco Board of Health: mm. "We cannot, in this manner, pay attention to any public agitators against the mask for the obvious reason that the question is one of public health." And not of and not one of like or dislike of the mask. So essentially, whether or not you give a shit, like I don't like wearing the mask because it's hard to breathe. My glasses fog up. I can't see through them. But am I not going to wear it? Fuck no, I'm going to wear it. And I'm going to stay away from people that don't. I had to pick up shit from uh, Walmart, like some packing tape and a toaster or something like that for the move. And that cashier there were judged people- you hard. <laughs> <laughs> no i already i had picked it up so i didn't actually have to check out with it i just stood there awkwardly at the the money services table while someone else got it for me but there was at least one dude waiting in line without a mask and there, there was a there was a mother and her like one-year-old child both had the masks under their chin and the mother was coughing and i'm just staring at that person in stark terror being like you bitch stay like 30 feet away from me i don't give a shit i will literally say no you need to back the fuck up. I'm, fuck yeah, 43% I'm like, I'm like, Michael. I will literally say <laughs> No, I will go no. 100% Michael. I am... If anyone if anyone comes within like 10 feet of me without a mask, 
in a public space, I and, and I can't back up. I'm gonna say no. I'll punch respect you right in your my pussy. privacy to get the fuck out of my breathing space. I just like that because I don't trust that you are responsible. This is the loudest he's ever been, Shane. Can we also talk about this like is... in the realms of escalation? You and I are like, I'll throat punch a motherfucker. I will drag you to your grave by your nostrils. And Michael's like, I will say no. I will forcibly say strongly no. And I look because I don't want to fight them. Because if I have to fight them, I have to get within range. I have to get within breathing distance. You can kick somebody in the the taint, you know, from a good, you know, three feet away. That's not. I I don't have six feet long legs, man. What you are failing to remember, Shane, is that his hands that as well. Michael's (laughs) hands are registered as lethal weapons. Mm. So if he does kill someone, (laughs) (laughs) he'll go to prison. <laughs> yeah, if he gets in a fight, in a fist fight, and he kills that man, it's considered murder. Hey, he's John, going to prison. John, if, <laughs> well, if anybody... I am, I am a, I am Michael, an orange belt please. from twenty years ago, Johnny. <laughs> if anybody kills anybody, they go to prison. John is called manslaughter. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for indulging me, Shane. I, I saw where you were going. I appreciate it. I really do. Oh, All right, Cato, oh, let's go I'm glad again. We're so happy. Okay, so. Here, here's some, here's some, you know, numbers to get the ball rolling. Oh. Just keep in mind, uh, this morning, for reference, we reported, I wrote it down, I wrote it down, I wrote One it down. million. 4,200 cases and 92 deaths in the state of Arizona alone reported today as of this writing, which is the 15th of July, 2020. And also the number of deaths have surpassed the equivalent number of deaths caused by World War One. I, I believe, was the factoid I saw floating around today. Over, oh, overall. oh, I thought you were mm-hmm. just talking, okay, I believe so, yes. yes. Yes, that um, because we joined really late in the World War and all that other junk. Well, no, they're saying overall um, in the entirety of the war, there are more people that have died from COVID than died during that war. Is the claim? I'm World not sure War One, not World War Two. Well, yes, yes, yes. But anyway, anyway, um, on January fifteenth, nineteen nineteen, the day before masks were reinstated, public health officials reported. 510 new influenza cases and 50 deaths. Just that. Mm -hmm. By January 26th, that number was down to 12 cases and 4 deaths. The doctor that I mentioned, the Fauci-like type, uh, Dr. Hassler, lifted the order altogether on February 1st, 1919. Perhaps not coincidentally, the day that the Anti-Mask League imploded at a final meeting. Harrington was voted out as the chair. She protested the new chairwoman's legitimacy, and the meeting ended in literal abrupt darkness. She doth protest. The quote, I rented this hall, and now I'm going to turn off the lights, by a member William Scott. So literally, the guy that rented the hall, when he saw that his... uh, chairwoman was voted out he's like fuck this y'all gotta leave turned off the lights also what is the point of having a coalition when you have now lifted the requirement to wear masks exactly also who's to say that fauci wasn't alive during that time because he's old as balls yes he has overseen a lot of pandemics probably created a couple too (laughs) yeah i played that just because he was bored i played that board game as well It's, it's entertaining 
Parcheesi. I love that game. So the funny part about that what game, the fuck Pandemic. Are, what? Oh, God. Okay. There the board go. game Pandemic. Um, Shane, so what have you I done? was playing. It's just a funny, quick little story, okay? Leave me alone. There is a version of the game Pandemic uh, called uh, Pandemic Legacy, which is essentially it's supposed to have an actual like storyline or plot that takes uh, place over the course of a mm-hmm. year. I won't spoil it because it's supposed to be different every time um, you start it. So like your actions and the you know affect how later games play out. Um, we had gotten into the month of November when quarantine hit, so we actually haven't finished the game. You're still playing uh, it as we speak, as a matter of fact. Exactly. So that was kind of like the. Do you think it's joke. like your uh, your metaphorical Jumanji? <laughs> We made that joke at the very beginning Did you of really? lockdown, <laughs> and then when things started escalating, we stopped. <laughs> we were like, "This isn't funny." Okay, well, you fucks, you fucks need to get back in the room and finish the fucking game so that this nightmare can end. I was gonna say once okay, the uh, monkeys start driving the cars and the rhinos are running down the street, we need to stop this thing. Robin Williams will jump back down from the rope <laughs> if he comes out of that board game. I will be so happy. I'll be like, "You're back." Sorry, I listened to that song like three times crying. this week, so Robin Williams and the whole meta, the whole thing is in my head. So, uh, I like Robin Williams. Let's continue now that I've made it yeah. way darker than it needed to be. <laughs> but no, that was it. It's a living. The it 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 imploded. All right. Yes. So the two oh lies. Oh my god. Are there any stabs that you'd like to take? No, but I would like to go ahead and give you a silent round of applause because. You did not make me fall asleep, and I liked your topic a lot. Yes. When I heard <laughs> yes. that there was an anti-mask league from 1919, I'm like, I, d- I was going to write about some sort of strike that turned into an armed conflict, which I'll probably do next time. Um, and then I was also going to talk about a haunted or a, a, a cursed video game. But I'm like, no, drop, stop the presses. I'm doing We got to talk about the covidiots. Yeah. Yes. Covidiots. I like that. I like that a lot. It is my favorite term. So there is actually the first lie is I'm I'm glad neither of you really know like about the Spanish flu um because it's a common misconception it did not start in Spain. Okay. At all. That was a lie. Mm-hmm. Um its origin remains uncertain. There are several places it was thought to have originated from. Keep in mind uh it started it started spreading at the beginning of 1918 which was when world war one was really like happening this is also when america was moving on to into the battlefields of europe and all that other stuff so there were a lot of people packed very tightly together in these trenches and that's where it was majorly spreading so at some points during the war there were more german soldiers dying from in the, the spanish flu than anywhere else the reason why it was called the spanish flu was because spain which was a neutral country at the time was the first to really start reporting it to the international community because a lot of the other countries that were seeing it spread were censoring that information because of the war effort. So it's not like the, quote, Kung flu, to quote the president there, um, in that it did not... (laughs) it not, It did not originate in Spain, but it was misattributed to Spain because they were the first ones to mention it. Um, so the second lie I mentioned for both pandemics, one of the hardest hit places was San Francisco. San Francisco has not really been hit hard. San Um, Francisco is not a city. Well, it's, 
more the, the county because I just, checked just this morning on. when I was yes the county uh, this as of today as of this recording has only forty six hundred ninety nine cases and fifty deaths out of this whole for this whole thing wow yes considering that you know that's only a few hundred less than the total cases reported in Arizona today um, and almost half the deaths so uh you could say san francisco hasn't really been hit this you know hard this time around um well they paid their dues yes see yeah they had a mayor that said fuck this shit they Um, had to deal with zodiac come on cut him a break true that but no those were the two lies all right and the true uh, lies mm. all right the true crimes Mm. you just no cone maker (laughs) man it's not tatuma yeah, did you see that? Oh, God, all this cum. Oh, I was going to say all this COVID. No, did you see Oof. that currently they were saying that if everybody in the U.S. wore masks, like starting yesterday, that like at a minimum eight weeks from now, we could start significantly curbing. Like, oh, yeah. Like, I, I mean, eight to 16 or eight to 12 weeks, I think is what they said. Yeah. And granted, comparing, we're not talking about the flu here. We're talking about something different. Uh, it lasts longer. It takes longer to incubate and all that other fun stuff. But, like, they only had the mask ordinance for a month for the first time around and then only a couple weeks for the second. And it pretty much Boom. cut everything off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so when I when I heard that and when you said that again just now, I fully 100% believe it. That if everyone wore masks... Or, like, not went out in public, and if you had to, masks, social distancing, all that fun stuff. Yeah, I fully believe that would be done in eight Hey, weeks. Michael, correlation don't equal causation. He does have you there, you libtard. Capital oof. Oh, funny story. <laughs> so, um, very quick one. Uh, I've gotten my girlfriend's uh, daughter Pregnant. to start seeing cap. <laughs> <laughs> So that condom advice from earlier is taken from a real place. Be careful, kids. Wrap the rascal. The man has a family, and I just killed him. Stop the damn match, John. 20 feet down. Stop the damn match. Stop the damn match. All right. Um, uh... <laughs> Jesus Christ! Now I gotta reset That's my hell in her cell. She started. <laughs> so you know how I say "bruh" a Oof. lot, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, she has started saying "capital bruh." Wow. <laughs> she picked that up from me. So you'll, I'll, I'll just hear every so often. She'll be like "capital bruh," and then she'll face palm. Ebony. She'll face. What? Yeah, sure. Why the fuck not? <laughs> that's the that's your Ebony. Girlfriend's person. daughter's name is she, Ebony. She for, sounds from like a uh, you know a banker from San Francisco in the nineteen teens. Capital me. bra. Um, mm. Yeah, let me slap you with those silver dollars. If you make Coming one. Me, you if you make one more train <laughs> reference, Michael. So help me God, I'm gonna <laughs> crawl through this mic. I, well, I mean, John. John was right. He ignored it. So now you're you're uh, calling all angels. Essentially, is yeah. what you're telling me. <laughs> Welcome to my marriage. You've made more train <laughs> references than I have because all I know is "Save Me, San Francisco" and "Drops of Jupiter." Okay, <sighs> all right. Those are the so only two songs. Shane's... Oh, Hey Soul Sister, done. All right, cool. Oh my God, that was one of their songs. Uh huh. Yeah. 
<laughs> and what a credible release it was. Is this the uh, most derailed that we've ever gotten? No. 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 Not by any <laughs> Not even shot. close. You know, I yeah. will, uh, you know, let's go ahead and, and break our arms collectively here. Um, I think we've been really good at being on topic in the past, like, three weeks. We've attempted, yes. I think mm-hmm. we've actually made it an effort, like, before hitting record, being like, let's try not to go on any hate spiels. Mm-hmm. You know, like, let's not just go down the, uh, let's not eat too many hate-filled burritos today. Yes. <laughs> well, I would say that we kind of did a little bit more of that this week but they're than we've topical. had in, in weeks past. Fair. Usually, yeah, like, you make a fair point there. We you didn't, we didn't like drive to a different restaurant to eat our Taco Bell. Yes. Like, <laughs> true, very, very true. Um, yeah. Does anybody have anything else they want to shoot off before we go to the next segment here? <sighs> um, birds aren't real. Yeah, we, we covered uh, I'll, I'll that. Take two of three yeah. for that. Well, you got to say it three times. I thought that was. Oh, cool. we've definitely touched on multiple, you know, lies for birds. Uh, yeah. I have a. a glorious little picture that i'm going to share on our instagram this week because i shared okay. it with uh with john and <laughs> i think that he derived as Ooh. much enjoyment from it as i did and it involves a work by one of my favorite authors uh who is philip k dick the oh the yep. book is entitled maze of death and i'll i'll share this with you michael before i send the picture out just so that uh you know if we're going to derail for a mere moment here the okay. there is a a quick quote on the cover publicizing the book and and heaping its praise and this is the even better the context of the quote dick quietly produced serious fiction in a popular form and there can be no greater praise the quote is attributed to michael moorcock <laughs> so my my running joke with melissa once i sent this over to john is like someone in the publishing company was just beating another human being about the head and shoulders you couldn't have gotten anybody else no one else to attribute a quote to we've talked to 50 people this week and nobody but Moorcock for a philip k dick novel the fuck is wrong got. with you you're fired Go work at piss drinkers. Get out of my turn in your office and badge. <laughs> or your fuck your gun and bat. Ah, shit. I'd like to turn in my I office. I came gone. back to turn in my office. Speaking of maymays, before we read one big maymay. Now watch now watch me whip. <laughs> and now watch me maymay. Um uh, ha, there's one that I ha. shared and it's uh the the caption is it's so badass when people stand in front of shit they destroyed. And there's one with uh Iron Man in the forefront and, you know, the explosion in the back. There's one with John Wick, again, with explosions oh, in the I back. Like this is going. There's one with the Joker with the, the hospital in the background, you know, the infamous scene from The Dark Knight. And then there's Governor Ducey in front of the Arizona flag. <laughs> <laughs> Can I also oh. Uh, digress oh, that's a nice for a mere word. moment here? And I yes. want to point out. That's why I opened up the floor. <laughs> uh, as we were talking about Marvel movies, I on the re-listen, there was something I should have called out with Michael in the moment, and I'm I'm really upset at myself for oh, not broaching it. Um, Michael said that Marvel was not tackling serious issues with films like Iron Man, 
it specifically came out. You're like, when they did Iron Man, it was more like it was fun. It was kind of still a lighthearted okay, movie. I'm right, like, yeah, they, they dealt with Middle fucking East, terrorists uh, taking him and oh holding him goodness. hostage in a cave. But that, that's lighthearted fair. That was the main side plot. Of the plot. Movie, that's the first ass. Oh, you're, no, fuck, you're right. That's oh, like, shit, dude. It's a, oh, shit, it's, dude. You're right. It's like a two hour, 10 minute movie. And I think that is the first hour, 10. That was the, in the fucking cave. It was the first time I got upset at myself. I was yelling at my phone where I was like, say something, Shane. What the fuck is wrong with you? Where you're I like, was, oh, you're right. I was yeah, even, it, was, it was serious. Shit. I, I even was thinking that because um, I, I mentioned that. And the first thing I thought of was when he did the missile test on the, the mountain range. And yeah. Like within the first five minutes of, of the movie. I'm but like, he's talking about like. Yeah, but it only covers it very briefly. And it's not the plot of like, the movie. And terrorism, like, demilitarization, and laid the groundwork for later on. When you get to the Sokovia stuff where you have the twins, the reason that they are, you know, actively fighting is because a Stark weapon, you know was utilized yeah. in destroying so they threaded really well and i'm upset at myself for not having taken you to task in the moment so this yeah, is me correcting. i'm upset with myself for not even that's what i get for not thinking through that's why i always triple check my sources and i tell future self to check my sources because i've made statements like that in the past but uh, also, in looking back, I watched Blade this week, which Fantastic. I really Ooh. enjoyed going back into. And it holds up really well. But also, if you put it up like back to back against, because Batman Forever was released in '97, wow! So the next year you get Blade, you could not be more contrasted. And they still made Batman and Robin after Blade came out. Yikes! Yeah, yeah. Um... Huh. I don't know. Oh, I was the the last time that I saw Blade was I'm gonna cry. Uh, it was at Alamo Draft House because uh, they do those awesome or did Good Night Sweet Prince. Yeah, they did before you fucking Covidiots ruined everything for everyone. <laughs> uh, you know, thanks Covidiots. Fun little movie parties like that. So me and Dewan or Dewan and I, thank you. Uh, got to yeah. yeah. Uh, got to go watch Blade, and it was so much fun to see it on the big screen, ah. and also to realize how well uh, it held up. And also, my favorite quotes come from that movie. Mm-hmm. There is no more a badass uh, climactic moment of Wesley Snipes to uh, what's his fucking name? Deacon Frost is the character's name, uh, but I don't remember the actor's name. Eight, like, five seconds. Uh, uh, nope. Nope. Just Lost being like it. some some motherfuckers always trying to ice skate uphill, and then just plowing them. I specifically whoa whoa I don't recall a sex scene in Blade. Oof. Uh, I I actually <laughs> paused the movie and turned and gave like a rousing twenty minute speech to Melissa about how much I love Wesley Snipes for classing up bad dialogue. Because one of the greatest deliveries in the whole of human history takes place in Blade when the cops shoot at him in the hospital. Oh, and he pauses and he looks- around and he's like, motherfucker, you want your damn mind? Uh, yes. Yes. And also... The actor's name is Stephen Dorff. You. He was in True Detective Season 3. I just didn't want to waste the time. I was going to go Dorff, I remembered, but then it's like, okay, was it Brad or Stephen or... Steven. And yes, Stephen. The joys of floating back to a callback that no one will get but John and I. So Dewan turned you on to Blade? Is that what happened, John? Oh, fuck me. <laughs> yeah, he invented everything in the tangible universe, mm-hmm. um, and he has copyrights and trademarks on anything re- 
relating to taste. So yes, uh, anything that I've ever done is for and because of Dewan. What's funny is he also turned Michael on to train, so, yeah, Just turned Michael on in general, which, I mean, can you blame him? I mean, hey, soul sister. Oh, that's racist. Yeah, look at you. Oh! Look at you. Oh. Look at you. That was an accidental swerve. And you there. know what you can't do? You can't bleep it because then they're going to think you said something really bad. Yep. It was okay. Yeah, that was that was personally. You're fucking, uh, you're oh, fucking canceled. That. I'm gonna call the. I'm gonna call everybody right now and give them your phone number. You're <laughs> fucked. This is this is uh, over. This is over. Just so you know. Uh, so listen, Dewan's gender is his own business. It has nothing to do with any of us, and we we love. <laughs> Him, her, it's they. I, I love Dewan regardless. And that's important to clarify. So moving on. And that's a Shane guarantee. You missed them? Yes. Them, them is the, the like, the... Uh, uh, okay, so the like we were saying. Uh, <laughs> um, well, the royal drops them. Drops Jupiter in I have hair. a question for the room. I'm not going to address anything that has to do with eating shit, John. I asked all my coworkers, and they refused to answer this on Monday. Oh, whether it's a uh, a fart or a burp? They just looked at me very confused. Yeah, wow. Nice. And I was like, a friend asked me this, and I just wanted to know your opinion. And no, or no, I think one said no, and everyone else just looked at me confused. <laughs> I think that would make my entire life if I asked that question. And someone just looked at me and was like, no, no. <laughs> just walked away. No, I was going to ask, uh, who in this room? Or this this Zoom chat, uh, who amongst us are voice actors? It's a Sigourney segue, kids. Ooga. <laughs> <laughs> the answer one that would be Shane. Uno and Shane has done voice work professionally, and the two of us that are left over, myself and Michael, have not done anything except for this podcast that real uh, hard like. Hard relies on our vocals. Uh, uh, um, can I just say for the record that one is the loneliest number that you'll ever do, and that is why you have been bluntly, uh, or you have been bluntly beaten over bluntly, the head. Were you about to say bluntly fucked? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> like, um, <gasps> so because we we learn as we go. The episode proper is basically at a close. And we are going now into our passion project that we have on the, the you know, backside of every episode for the past 17 years, where we read a fan fiction that Michael, for some god-awful reason, is obsessed with and has transcribed into script form so that we can make the unofficial audiobook for it. And the fanfic is called My Immortal. It was written by... I'm not ever going to Lula Bankhead. Um, hey, you remembered her. Yeah. Um, and she's just brilliant. Mm. Um, you know, she went to Harvard where she studied law might've just been bird law, but it was law. Um, and she, has she also a... attended Juilliard and, uh, you know, she yeah. lived through the Black Plague and she had a really great time doing that. And She's... if there is... Speaking of which, did you see that there was a squirrel that tested positive for the Black Plague in Colorado a couple days ago? Are you being ago? racist again? No. <laughs> the bubonic plague, whatever. Um... Yeah, also, uh, she's just a brilliant novelist and screenwriter, and how this never got adapted before uh, is just 
just a mystery to us agreed, all. Agreed, agreed. But, you know, we're all just squirrels trying to bust a nut. That's true. Um, so we are at chapter 35 of this nonsense. Shane's going to do us a little recap, but the thing that I keep forgetting to mention before going in is that Michael has transcribed it verbatim. Mm-hmm. So everything that Shane... Shane has the majority of the lines here, because let's face it, if you're going to make it through, you need his voice. He's the anchor. Um, Agreed. But he will over and under emphasize words based on the spelling uh, and grammatical errors, which are, are plentiful. Plenty. Yes, yes. There's a plethora. Take, take Donald Trump's Twitter and take this fanfic, and this fanfic might almost have just as many errors in it. Oh my goodness. New conspiracy theory. He wrote this while drunk. That's giving him way too much credit because, again, uh, not again, but again in the context of all of these 1,700 hours that we've been doing this, um, is this satire or is this just a very troubled, dim-witted woman? Is this the real life or is this just satire? Oh, yeah. And also, uh, I forgot to mention that I I think Tara Gillespie has literally never been to a concert ever (laughs) because of how many times she mentions that there is a concert, and it's always the same bands, and it's always at the same place. I don't think she understands how this works. <sighs> I also don't think that... Maybe you just haven't been to an MCR Good Charlotte uh, concert. I, You're in the no. midst of a 16-day fuckathon to MCR. <laughs> Anything can happen. <laughs> uh, so shall we? Yes, the the pre. Yes, give give me the, give me the recap, complete. Daddy. I believe that brings us up to the glorious execution of previously on my immortal chapter thirty-two sees Ebony's fledgling attempt to time travel through a pensive rather than utilizing a time turner. But let's not belabor clarity of thought here. Uh, Ebony flirts with Tom, aka Satan, my middle nam. And a number of awful contextual incongruities occur, as given these events are detailed later as having transpired in the 80s, it seems Voldemort can both see into the future and instantly understand that Ebony hails from the future based on their dialogue. Uh, Seeing as Green Day was called Sweet Children until 1989... And Marilyn Manson and the Spooky Kids was also formed in 1989. I sincerely doubt that either of them were recognizable by name or doing fucking world tours in Hogsment. <laughs> Jesus Christ, when they were garage bands at the time. But in any event... You have to get your start somewhere, Shane. I digress. <clears throat> this chapter establishes a Dumbledore as an American Eagle fan, uh, while Satan is, shocker, a goth hottie who's hip to everything that has ever happened. Ever. After an exceedingly brief conversation, the ground opens up and Ebony is transported back forward through time, having accomplished nothing. Ebony then arrives back in the classroom in contemporary Hogwarts, where we learn that Professor Sinister is suffering from an addiction to Voldemort Serum, a.k.a. Veritas Serum, a.k.a. Truth Serum, what the flying fuck... To really hit home with readers through serious issues confronting society at large. Because I, you know, couldn't, I, I, there's any number of nickels I could squeeze to represent the number of times I've met someone who's been addicted to truth serum. It's really difficult. I know. It just plagues us all. Chapter 33 sees Professor Sinister, a.k.a. No. (laughs) 
I got too close with the AKAs on the last one. Sorry. Chapter 33 sees Professor Sinister ask Ebony to seek help from Tom Anderson for a cure to addiction when she next returns through time, rather than seeking any addiction counseling or medical aid or any of the things that would actually help. Uh, Right, 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 right. Draco, much to Michael's chagrin, was wearing T-shit bananas. <laughs> and the pair aimlessly quarrel about whether Ebony did a dirty on Sweet Satan before they instantly make up and make out. Go fucking figure. Ebony inquires as to the fates of Snape and Lupin, as we all did. Uh, and Draco takes her to survey their punishment. I said Draco takes him, and maybe I was just slipping in and out of my brain here. Uh, Sirius is torturing and feeding on them, vampirically, and invites Draco and Ebony to follow suit. This is acceptable, as both men are pedophiles, and of course that's the appropriate punishment for such activity. Yeah. Yeah, you know. Also, sadism is cool. Has anyone seen Shark Indeed, Attack yes. Uh, Draco and Ebony take some typo to go. Since they didn't suck on him at that spot. Uh, and then engage in another random sexual incursion in Ebony's bedroom. I'm not going into details, but uh, <laughs> if you like Underworld, that suit seems really easy to get out of. Uh, this leads us to chapter 34. Thankfully, the last chapter we covered last week, wherein Sirius awakens Ebony and invites her to accompany him to Professor Sinister's office. He delights in regaling her about his efforts in torturing the pedos as they walk, indicating Snape and Lupin have been sent to Azkaban and Draco and Vampire were excused from school for one day due to their shared trauma. Uh, when they reach Sinister's office, she's boozing it up with some truth. Oh, boozing it up with some truth juice. And waiting for them. Uh, they tart Ebony up for the hump hunting. And she, <laughs> and she awakens in the Hall of Greats, circa 1980s, eating Count Chocula, sitting next to Satan, and observing a hot goth who turns out to be Professor Slutborn. Satan, to the greatest of all attempts at seduction, invites Ebony to see Marlon Mason at a, and a screening of The Exorcist. As a prolifically gothic date. And that is where we find our heroes in this week's edition of My Immortal, as performed by the Disinformed Podcast Cast. So, well, one, go, chapter, whatever. Chapter 35. Do you, is this, I'm looking at who I am for, for this ep, or chapter. yes. Yes, yes. Yeah, you, that exists. Don't say if anything, you don't, don't remember it, it from the that episode, is, that exists. I mentioned it in episode 25 when we did an overview of this uh, po- uh Yeah, so fiction. if you want the full yes. plot synopsis of what happens to prep you for what's happened here and you haven't heard episode 25, go back and give it a quick review. You won't be oh, shocked yeah. by this. Oh, yeah. Hey, guys. My name's John, and I'm supposed to be you while you listen to this episode, which is confused all the time. Uh-huh. <laughs> And and he does a good job. It's also in it. John's yes. uh, role to explain this for you listeners, so that this is a little more easily digestible. And he's done a marvelous <laughs> job thus far. Um, the is all right. The truth. So I'm going to level with you guys. I don't remember any of the voices, but that is why I give the uh, the disclaimer because we're just going to make it up as we go along. And I only really co- committed to what three voices? Mm-hmm. I think you Satan? did a high pitch like nose pinch for for one mm-hmm. of your characters that would, it's just not in this chapter so it's satan 
Oh. Satan is no, no, no. no. He was Billy. Well, yeah, Corbin. that's how you get the Corbin. Is you kind of yeah. you gotta go like this. No, not nasally, but like high pitch, like. I don't fucking um, remember. Sinister is uh, Professor uh, or Doctor Mrs. My Girlfriend. Doctor Mrs. My Girlfriend, and yes, Draco yes. is kind of like a uh, our space meets uh, Billy Quizboy. Exactly, yes. hydrocephalic. There, thank okay, you. we'll just make up this okay. one. It, yeah, so he just remember remember it this time because he is an important character for the next. And also, of I am I am making one up. I assume. All right. Yes, because we have not met this guy before for obvious Rock reasons. Rock and roll. Also, make sure when you start the chapter, you read the chapter title because we I have plan one. to. All right. So, yes. further preamble aside, and our apologies. Yes. Sir. Chapter. All apologies. Fuck you, Michael. <laughs> Chapter 35, Ghost of You, otherwise known as Ghost of You, if you're a fucking literate human being. Which is my favorite song from my chemical romance of all time. It's not a bad one. I went into the common, common, oh my god, this is gonna get bad Start already. Start one. <laughs> yep. I went into the conmen room thinking of Satan. Suddenly... I gasped. <gasps> Draco was there. One, one, one. I grasped. He locked as hut as ever, wearing Blake ladder pants, a black Lonkin Prack t-shirt, and black eyeliner. Fuck my life. Draco. I'm sorry. That was just ghastly. <laughs> uh, we're, we're going. I'm You're kicking good. it in. He locked as hut as ever. Wearing Blake ladder pants, a Blake Lonkin Prack t-shirt, and Blake eyeliner. Draco, what the fuck are you doing? One, one, one. I gasped. Huh? He asked. Then I remembered. It wasn't Draco. It was Lucan. One. He stole had two arms. Oh, hi, Lucian. One. I said. I'm Ebony, the new student, lol, we shook hands. Yeah, Stan told me about ya, Lucian said. He pinted to a group of sexy gothic guys. They were sighting in a corner, cooting. It was serious, Vampire's Dad, and Snap! All of them were wearing Blake eyeliner and Blake good Kraluti band shrits. Listen, I'm in a goth band with those guys. He said. We're playing tonight at the Marilyn Mason show as backup. Oh, really? I asked. Yeah. He said. We're called X Black X Terex. I play to gutter. <laughs> Spartacus plays the drums. <laughs> He said, ponting to him. It is X black X tear? Tear. Black, black tear, but with X's in between everything? Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh. I, I said, he said, ponting to him. Snap plays the boss, and James plays the guitar to even foe we call him Samaro, after Samara in the ring. <laughs> 
Uh, Shane has gotten out of his seat and he has left the office. <laughs> hey, bastards. I told them they gave me death's touch sin. Suddenly, I gasped again. But you don't have a lead singer. I asked. Lucian looked son, sadly. We used to, but she did. She contempt suicide by silting her wrists. Oh my fucking god! One, one. That's so fucking sad! One. I gasped. It's okay, but we need a new lead snigger, Samaro said. Wheel. I said I'm in a banad myself. Really? Asked Snap. I couldn't believe it. He used to be gothic. One, one, one. Yeah, we're called bloody gothic rose six, six, six. Do you want to hear me sing? Yeah, said everyone. So the guys talk out their guitars. They began to pay a song by Get It Caused By Guys So Sex at One One Gurnday. I walk this empt strit on the boulevard <laughs> of porkin trends. Script writer's note. I kept in the lyrics because they were so poorly spelled that no one in their right mind would think it was copyright. I sang sexily. I do not own dot lurks to date song as a parenthetical. Everyone gasped. Anobi, will you join the band? Plus one. Begged Lucian, Samaro, Sirius, and Snap. Um, okay. I shrugged. Are we gong to play tonight? Yeah, they said. Okay. I said, but I knew that I had to get a new outfit. I walked outside wondering how I could go forward in time. Suddenly, someone jumped in front of me. It was Morty McFly, one. He was wearing a Blake Banad t-shirt and black baggy jeans. What the hell are you doing here, one one? I asked. I'll help you go forward in ten, Manavi. He said, seriously, then. He took out a Blake Tim machine. I went into it, and suddenly I was forward in Tim, one one one. Fuck you, Michael. Fuck you, Michael. Fuck you, Michael. Fuck you, Michael. <laughs> you don't like Morning McFly? Oh, I spelled his uh, name wrong in that. Oh, okay. no. Lest you misspell something in this fucking modern masterpiece. Also, it's, it's well, for the you know, roles. Marty McFly, if you really want to, but you were being clever with oh, the Morty. Oh, shit, you're right. I wrote Morty McFly. Well, because I was thinking of keeping his the way his name was spelled. Uh-huh. Kind of just to throw you off, but then I realized, like, nah. Can, nah. I, uh, so we've talked about this previously in the last episode and in, in other that the going back in time segments are supposed to take place in the 80s. Yes. We didn't say an exact time in the 80s, but now we have so uh 1985 would have been back to the future. 
Yeah. So at least we have that. But now we've got, again, Green Day that was not an actual band at the time or was, but called another name. And naturally, just how many incongruent bits of nonsense do we have to endure? Yeah. <sighs> it is the thinnest thread of continuity that it's she's like, trying to weave. Yeah, they're playing a song that Green Day released in, what, 2011? Well, I think that's her ploy. Like, there's no way that they're going to know Right. No, it was 2001. It was part of American Idiot. Well, I forget when that album came oh, out. Was... It was an important album uh, when yeah, you're Bush an important was album. You Shane Bush. and I cry your pardon that we don't recognize the masterpiece that is Billy Joel smacking heroin into his teeth. I, I I accept your pardon. I also had to sit through that fucking musical, thank you. So I think of anybody here who should get a little more respect. You didn't like the musical? You didn't like it? I'm going to move on without any further comment, All Michael. right, chapter uh, 36. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm, oh good, we've, we're, I'm going to have a, uh, interesting cavalcade of characters coming back here hmm. same thing for john all right then well i remember two of them and one i don't so that's fine by me be creative i refuse <sighs> chapter <laughs> mother chapter 36 i looked around in a deprised way suddenly i was professor sinister Bloody Mary, Socrates, Draco. What the fuck is, is happening? Is Socrates? <laughs> yes, Socrates. No. Socrates. I, it's a Bill and Ted's <laughs> reference, you stupid I know. shit. I was trying to be funny. All right. <laughs> <sighs> Starting from goddamn one. <laughs> I looked around in a deposed way. Suddenly... I was Professor Sinister. Belody Mary, Socrates, and Draco, Vampire, and Willow were there, too. OMFG Sorius, I saw you and Samaro and Snip and everyone. One, 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 one. I can't believe Snap Ooze to be gothic. One, 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 one. Yeah, I know. Sirius said, sadly. Oh, hey there, bitch. <laughs> Professor. Sorry. I love these cold reads. I hate uh, them. I love them. Uh, yes. uh, okay. And. <sighs> oh, hey there, bitch. Professor Travolri said in an emo voice. Dearn King, some Volks and Morts at home. Hi, Fooker. I said. Listen, Satan asked me out to a gothic cornet in a movie, so I need a sexta new outfit for the date. Also, I'm playing in a gothic band, so I need an outfit for that, too. Oh, my Satan! When? Get it, lols, cause she's gothic, parenthetical. Gasped Belody Mary. Want to go to Hot Topic and shop for an outfit? OMFS, let's have a group cutting session! One, one, said Professor Trelawney. I can't fucking wait for that, but we need to get some stuff first, said Willow. 
Yeah, we need some potions for Professor Trevallery so she won't be addicted to Velox Worth Serum anymore. And also, some love potion for Anabi. Darko said, resultantly. Well, we have potions class now. Willow said, so let's go. We went sexily to portions class, but Snap wasn't there. Instead, there was Cornelio Fuck. <laughs> I will get you a clean one of that because I knew it was coming. Instead, there was Cornelio Fuck. One, 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 one. Hey, where the fuck is Dumbledore? One, one, one. Draco shouted angrily. STFU. One shooted Cornelia Fuck. Is in Azkaban now with Snip and Lupin. He is old and weak. He has canker. Now do your work. One, one, one. My friends and I talked angrily. Can you believe Snap used to be gothic? One. Vampire asked surprisedly. That's it! Cornelio fuck shooted angrily. I'm getting Professor Bridge! One, one, one. He stomped out angrily. Me friends and I began talking again. I began to drink some blood mixed with beer. Suddenly, I saw Hargrid in the cupboard. WTF is he doing? I asked. Then I looked at Draco. He was wearing tons of eyeliner, and he locked shexier than Ava. Suddenly, Hargrid, what the fuck are you doing? One, one. He shouted. I looked around. Hargrid was putting something in my glass of blood. One, one. Darko and Vampire started to beat him up sexily. God, you're s- you are such a post! One. I shooted at Hargrid. Suddenly, I looked our what he was putting in da blood. It was amnesia portion. One, one, one. <sighs> Cornelio fuck. Cornelio fuck, yes. <laughs> uh, dibs on the porn name. <laughs> If only it could be Cornholio fuck, then it would be much better. So, <sighs> for the sake of Shane's brain, and I say Shane's brain because I feel like I have a higher like tolerance for stupidity, and I am ready to tap out with a shotgun blast to the face. <sighs> um, this is the last chapter for the reading tonight. Uh, were we planning on doing another uh, th- one? 37. Yes. This coming I chapter. I mean, beyond that, Michael, were you planning no, on doing another? Okay, just this one. Right. Oh, all right. Gird up your loins, children, and get Cornelio Fuck on the phone. Chapter 37. Scriptwriter's note, from here on out, things start to get really, really weird and disjointed. I will try my absolute fucking best to get us through in one piece. Darko's point of view, lull. Vampire and I change hair grace to the floor. Oh, me fucking Satan, one, one. Inabi said. She was so hot. Maybe I could ooze amnesia potion to make Satan fall in love with me faster, one. But you are so sexy and wonderful anyway, Tata. Shit, vampire. 
Why would you need it? To make everything go faster, lol. Said Inyabi. But you won't have to do it with him or anything, will you? I asked jealously. OMFG, you guys are so scary. One one. Said Brittany, a fucking crap. Shut the fuck up, one. Said Willow. Okay, well, anyways, let's go to Professor Chalfley's room. Scriptwriter's note, this is where the POV goes to Vampire before going back to Ebony, I think. Draco, Abori, and I went to Siatia's room, but Professor Sinister wasn't there. Instead, Tom Ridd was. Oh, hi, fuckers, he said. Listen, I got you some new cool clovers. Scriptwriter, I think we're back to Ebony now. I took out the cloves from the bag. It was a gothic Blake leather miniskirt that said 666 on the bake, black Stilton boots, blood-red fishnets, and a Blake corset. I'm FG Fangs, I said, hugging him in a gothic way. I took the clothes in the bag. Okay, Professor Sinister, isn't her. What the fuck should we do? Asked Draco. Suddenly, he looked at a sign on the Blake wall. Oh, me fucking Satan? One. I screamed as I read it. On it said, Everyone, Professor Sinister, is away. She is too gothic. She is in Azkabian now. Classes shale be taught by Dubledork, who is bake, but he shall not be principal for now. Sincerely, Professor Roombridge. OMFG 111. I shotted Arngrilly. How could they do that, 11? Suddenly, Dumbledore came. What the hell are you doing in my office? One. Um, read that how it's written, please. What the hell are you dong in my office? One. He began to shoot angrily. Sudwenly, I saw Morty McFly's Blake Tim machine. One, one, one. I jumped seductively into it, leaving Draco and Vampire. Sudanly, I woos back in Tim. One, one. I looked around. It was Professor Slutbone's face. I sneaked around. Suddenly, I saw the amnesia potion on his desk. It woos Blake with blood-red pantograms in it. It was the shape of a cross. I put it in my pocket. Suddenly, the door opened. It woos Professor Slutgorn. One, one. OMG, what are you doing, fucker? He shouted angrily. I don't know. What the fuck are you doing? I shouted angrily. Oh, sorry. I was just looking around because I thought it was class. You said, finally hoping he couldn't see the potion in your pocket. Oh. Okay. You can go home now. 
said Professor Sletborn. Why, why am I saying go home? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me. Oh, uh, I'm actually going to do a Slugborn, a Slugborn impersonation. Should I? Oh, just to pause here. I'm really out of my fucking mind right now. Uh, uh, this is should I jump? Shit. Should I jump back to the OMG? What are you doing, Fuker? He shoot it angry and read that in a way that was not just. No, I love no. that. I thought okay. that was really. I thought that was really that's funny. Fine. All right, sorry. I just wanted to, yes, as an yeah. aside, no, I good. should mention for those that playing the home game not seeing this, there are just random passages that are not attributed and are not quotes. They're just random bits of nonsense thrown in here. Mm-hmm. If there's no quotation mark, it is all narration. Yes. So, so to further the incoherency of the narrative, uh, define unreliable narrator. This one's it. So, all right, moving forward. Ah. Uh, you said, finally hoping he couldn't see Da Potion in your pocket. Oh, okay. You can go now, said Professor Slutborn, who is magically old again, even though this is supposed to be young Professor Slutborn. You went to the conmen room after putting on my clothes. Silas, Samaro, and Snap were there, practicing... Vampires will never hurt you by MCR. Oh, hi, you guys. I said seductively. Where's Satan? (laughs) (sighs) I'm trying to find a way to make Wilford Brimley young again. (laughs) All right, uh, we're just going Brimley. Yeah, just do Brimley. Oh, he's coming. And it's spelled C-U-M-M-I-N-G. Said Sirius. B-T-W, you can kale me Hades now. Suddenly, Satan came. He was wearing a smexy black leather Jackson, Blake Congress shoes, a Slipknot t-shirt, and a Blake tie. Okay, I will see you guys at the concert. I said, and then I went with satan so michael i can't wait to get my first royalty check in the mail from you uh shane's is significantly bigger than mine but i'm 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 okay getting mine at a later date if you want to go ahead and pay shane his professional voice actor's rate he said snarkily (laughs) in order to get paid royalties uh money has to be made First. Oh, I just thought so. that you would advance him because I was going to say technically not true. <laughs> Fair. Oh my good god! Well, yeah, this is getting more and more painful every single time. That's why I said, uh, as the scriptwriter, I will try and guide us as best as we can. So here's what I'm here's what I'm thinking. If I'm going to try to go back and throw this together, um, she says she goes into. Professor Sinister's body, or that she was Professor Sinister at one point. Yes, she's like bouncing I around. I think that was just her switching. I saw Professor Sinister. Oh, okay, because I'm Sinister. like, if she's saying she Freaky Friday Professor Sinister because she went back in Morty McFleer's, you know, Tim machine. I I can't. My brain it's turned into Inner Space, which is a film from the 1980s that that neither of one of you would have seen. I have not it's, seen. It's fun. Neither has. Tata, it, the lesbian. It essentially is they shrink down a, a, you know, sort of like the Explorer's vehicle 
and shrink it down and then inject it into a human body to try to help fight oh, diseases. Oh, like, like how most cartoon science shows do it nowadays. Uh, I, like, say I they think do Rugrats a, did an episode. They do a uh, bit on that in Rick and Morty, yeah. Yeah, it Futurama is did it. derived from this film. Uh, okay. So, and it's it's interesting. It's uh, Martin Short is the star along with uh, someone Ooh. else whose brain I'm, I'm forgetting. Oh, and Meg Ryan is in it as well. Mm. It's Meg Ryan and her husband at the time who I'm spacing on. But long story short, too bloody late. Not that it really matters, but all right. Uh, then I can't make any sense of this heads nor tails when she's yeah. floating around and why we're breaking into first person narrative versus third person narrative and just cluster. It's and then as second though, person narrative for a time. Uh huh. They. I don't know why. We, why we've just decided to brute fuck the audience reading this, and it must just be unabashed hatred for everybody who decided to go to this Tumblr page. Uh, so, so I'm gonna I'm gonna posit this theory, and we're gonna cover this more next week when we encounter the um, troll chapter. Oh, good, because that will be next week. Yes. Oh, I was um, worried that we wouldn't get to see the troll. Oh well. Before you die, see you see the troll. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um. My theory is that Tara, Tara, Tata, whoever the fuck, Tata, Tata the author, um, started getting bored writing this and started experimenting writing other things. Um, because after transcribing the troll chapter, uh, I am of the theory, I am thinking that she is also the troll. She was just writing it from a different perspective for shits and giggles. Okay. And then when she realized that this whole thing is just too boring, she doesn't want to do it anymore, she gives up. And that's why it ends unfinished. Okay. So how close are we to the finish line here? Chapter 44 is the last chapter, but I will also <gasps> note that... Or no, no, no. There's no chapter oh. overlap because technically... Er, there's no chapters omitted because... The troll chapter is written a bit funny, but I edited it for this uh, script writer thing. So what you're because saying is that we are nearly the, done? I think we are gauging how much I have to write probably another month out. There are fewer <sighs> chapters, but as you can see looking at chapter 38, they get we longer. are only reading two chapters next week. So. Okay. Mm, marvelous. Well, at least you've shown yes. me the light at the end of this fucking tunnel. And it is a freight train. Yes. Well, it's not really uh, the light so much as uh, the tunnel wasn't finished and you just run into the... No, no, no. Point. I mean, it is a train. So save me, San Francisco. And Were there troughs of Jupiter on the tracks? <sighs> I'm going to go ahead and, and I was just thinking about it. I'm so glad you brought it up, Shane. We never really throw Michael bones i think we should just let him name the episode save me san francisco i actually like that i actually prefer a hey soul sister so that we can drill down to the you know, the racist roots of michael's narrative we've oh covered we've covered we a not? lot of ground on who michael is as a person fundamentally today <laughs> oh man i did one problematmatic line that was not problematic in itself michael, the context was what i'm was gonna i'm gonna give you a hint that i learned and it's gonna you know keep you in better company over the course of your life particularly where john and i are concerned <laughs> sam has I... still not learned this so if sam if you make it to episode 49 she won't uh, she's dead already god i hope so uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> I won't even hesitate. Um, <laughs> if you make it this far, don't sell the rib. Which means if someone plays a joke on you or they make a joke at your expense, the more that you are bothered by it visibly, the more we smell blood in the water and we will continue to pounce on it. Which I know you are doing for the sake of making things fun for the listeners. Yes, But also it's one of the reasons why we will just continue to blister you to death and have people at me on the internet saying I need to be nicer to you (laughs) because you try. So this is the persona you have adopted for the sake of people's entertainment, and I'm not sure that you really want to keep carrying the world on your shoulders, Atlas. Oh, oh no, and I... I might even try and cut this part, but no, I like this character. It's quite fun. Okay, it well, makes it more you simpering idiot. No, I, I do this. I do this totally just on accident. I mean, I, I sometimes just get yeah, offended. Yeah, you do tonal, when people tonally, misinterpret me. Tonally on accident, you do. Oh, Michael. <laughs> Michael. Mickle. Kevin. Mikel. Well, I, I, I feel like we, we done the dirty banged this dog as hard as you could Ugh. arf arf it's a living well you're doing it doggy <laughs> style so that's just because we're gonna get the d-o-double-g oh boy this uh this will be a really nice moving in present for you michael uh i think it's the longest that we've recorded in a minute well i mm, i should say you know not too much uh michael has now stepped back he's uncocked his shit He's heartbroken, but he's still loke. And I'm Michael. <laughs> uh, that also went over my head, but I am. Uh, snitches to... ain't shit. Ah, yes. 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 All right. Ah, that is a great movie. Snitches yes. ain't shit like as well, if we're going to keep this in the My Immortal track. So, Ooh. wrapping this up, as per usual, like a spinach wrap of absolute despair. That brings us to a conclusion of another zesty episode of the Disinformed Podcast. We appreciate you all being here. So as per usual, please keep coming back. It works if we work it, and we are worth it. Please follow us on all the socials if you want to find them. You can find them. I empower you. If you do a quick Google search, I guarantee they're there. And if you want me to say them at some point, I may be able to be enticed back into doing so if we reach 5,000 followers on all of our platforms. So stunning. So smash that like button. Yes. Ring that bell. Uh, Subscribe. Yeah. Yes, yes. And if you dig what we do, rate and review. Haven't, oh, yeah, that one too. Haven't busted thank out you, that you. cherry in a minute. So, <laughs> for the Appleforth Disinformed Podcast. Mm, good reference. I am Shane. I'm John. And I'm Michael. Thank ah! you. Oh, you mother whore. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a living. He wants it to be a living, and he'll never make one, as he's wow. proven by the good people. At the oh, uh, ask you, plus uh, me. Well, <laughs> indeed, it's that uh, you're allergic to bullshit. You don't even know how to sneeze, man. It's supposed to be at you. I'm at you. Thank you for coming, kids. Don't worry, we'll clean it up. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>